Welcome to Vanessa Clone's podcast. And so I know talk about parenting and different tips and everything else that can happen. But I want to also discuss the end of the year and how, I don't know, I walked in on a teacher the other day crying and just, you know, the end of the year is hard because, you know, these teachers are losing their students. And to some people it might be like, well, you know, that's their job and what they're doing, but it's really hard on all of us as people that have dedicated an entire year to your child, an entire year of helping them grow and do what they need to do. But then I also heard this teacher saying, you know, you know, at this school, I'm always a strong one. I'm the one that holds it together as a parent. So parents come to me, teachers come to me for support. And I got it. You know, I felt so bad for her. And, and when she was crying and just like how hard it is to be the strong one all the time. And, you know, I remember years ago, I was talking to another female mentor of mine and just saying like, how did, how do you do it? You know, I, I don't want to bat, I don't want to bash females or other people. That's not my thing. But I got to tell you, the more successful I've become, the more friends I've lost. The more interventions I've done or more people I've helped, the more people I lose. Or a parent or a friend of mine becomes a parent and they want some advice or they want something else, some other information. And, you know, that's just not my role in our relationship. I understand needing help in other times, but most of the time, I go, I gotta be honest, I'm I'm pretty much like black or white in my interventions on what I'm doing because I've been doing this for so long, that's like all I know. So it's very difficult sometimes for people to hear my feedback. So I don't really want that to go into my friend zone. So my friend zone is my friend zone. So if you, I will also guide people the right support and everything else. But again, like being the strong one and being the someone that's like always the one that people depend on is really difficult. And as a teacher and as we're ending the year, like the teachers have given their love and their support and, and taken their own time away from their own family to help your child. Remember that. And I think that is such a key thing is like these, yeah, it's like another year and they're going to move on and your kids growing up, that's emotional to you, but it's also emotional for a teacher. It's like, wow, like our job is to, to have them move on, of course, but it's still heartbreaking for us to be like, oh my God, they're, they're, they're leaving and they're not going to be part of our lives. You know, you spend a good 10 months with every child. You're looking at six, maybe eight hours a day and like five days a week. I mean, that's... I mean, we're spending more time with than the parents do. And, you know, I think this podcast is more touching for me because I saw this teacher just crying because it's like, I'm always a strong one. I'm always doing everything. And I understand that. But I also understood her and how lonely it is to be at the top and how lonely it is where you just can't, you know, you, you, you can't just complain to anyone. You have to be professional. You always have to be on. And how hard that is. And I got to tell you, you know, I have had, I am very professional my own way. Like, on the side, I pretty much have no filter. So we'll prof- I'll be professional if not. But if I have to say something, I shouldn't say it. I'll probably walk away. That's how you'll know I'm supposed to say it. Like, I probably shouldn't be saying anything. But, you know, a couple years ago, a kid one time said, we were, in, we were talking, we were doing our social emotional learning class. And we we're talking about letting go and being vulnerable and he looked at me, he's like, you're never, you're always stable and you're nothing ever bothers you, Vanessa. And, and when do you have meltdowns? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I am the most sensitive being that there is. And I go, what do you mean when do I have meltdowns? He's like, you just don't ever have them. And that made me go inward and be like, how do I show that it's okay to have like 
to be this person that has these meltdowns. And I got to tell you, it's not with my parents. I don't have these meltdowns with my parents. I have the meltdowns with my students. Because I want my, these, my students are here to grow and do that. Now, my parents might think I'm a little bit cuckoo. <laughs> but that's not that, like, because they're not comfortable with their own feelings, you know? And I'm not saying it's everybody. I'm just saying that if you're uncomfortable with me expressing myself or doing things, and you might be, you know, like, a little weird about, like, what am I doing? Who's my, who's teaching? Like, this person's unstable. But when this child said this to me, there was, like, this, moment of like, oh my gosh, they're right. I come in here. I'm strong. If I'm having a, if I'm having some day that's like not the best, I'm going to tell my teachers I'm not coming in that day because I am not, and it's not like I'm not stable. It's just, I want to make sure that I am, you know, my, my kids see me as someone strong and, and what the hell does that mean? Like to me, that's ridiculous now that I think about it. <laughs> so, you know, in November I had a loss, my brother overdosed and you know, there was a kid in my school that we just got back from the district. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff going on. I don't even know. But he's been with me for years. And he's just struggling between his identity of, like, where he belongs and what's going on. The district, you know, there were some issues there. And then I don't I don't know. I got him back. That's all I got to say. And he was in a mood. And I walk in, which normally I would be like, I'm not coming in if I'm in this kind of mood. <laughs> Cause it's just, I just was like, not there. Like if you can look, if my kids can look me in the eyes and, and see that something's not right, then to me, I like, I should be at school. But at the end of the day, it's really like, okay, this is what I'm going through. Express on some level development. That's definitely appropriate for them to understand this. And so I went in and he was just like over the top and was like, he was just going for it. To the point where it's like, yeah, sometimes very rare that I have to do a whole when somebody is endangering themselves or others. And in the, like as I started to get into this hold with him, I just started crying. There's a moment of just tears just rolling down my cheek. And he's just like screaming pretty much like whatever you want to say. And I just said, look at me. And he turned around and he, his mouth dropped. He has never seen me this distraught and so just emotional and just like raw. I said, I just lost my brother. And he turned around and this bit of rage that he was in to go into a restraint, right? He turned and he just held me. Now think about it. Here's a kid that is nine years old that, you know, is so angry at the world for feeling abandoned, that feeling like his teachers don't trust him, that or like all of like the system just sucks, which by the way, it does sometimes suck. But just this whole thing and he's in and but I understand I had a relationship with him prior. So he's been with me three years and then he left for and which was a disaster. And that's why I came back. But um in the middle of this, I am I'm just like tears just coming down. And I said, this is not what I want to do. This is not what I want. I don't want to hold a child to like regulate them or that's not, that's just not what I want to do. I want to like be there and I want to support, but I don't want to hold. And he just turned around and he, I'll never forget this. He just held me. I'm getting emotional now, but he just held me. And like, we've never, and this was like November. We're what month? I don't even know what month we're in. <laughs> Like the time just flies by, but we've never had to do anything like that since. 
And when, when you have a connection like that, and you are this person that's like always strong and have to, you know, be this role model, you know, it, it, it's not always helpful to everybody. These kids need to see you break down. These kids need to see who you are. These kids need to know that you care. And for me, always being the strong one coming in and like running the school and being the one that deals with behaviors and everything else. You know, um, two days later after that whole incident, you know, that little boy asked me, he's like, so how did, you know, your brother pass? And I said, you know, he didn't make the right choices and this is what happens. And that's why we always talk about choices. We, we have choices in life and how we want our life to become and how we, what we want to do. And that's what it comes down to. And he just looked at me and he's like, okay. And then two months later, my grandmother passed away. And he looked at me, he's like, do I have to be the emotional support of you on this one? I go, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, to me, it was like, we're now human. Like I'm a human being to this person. I am a person that's going to break down and the person that needs it. And we all need it. And when I saw this teacher cry and she's like, I'm always the strong one. Like I got it. It sucks. Sometimes it sucks and lonely to be at the top. It sucks and lonely to be the one that has to train people and to be the one that's professional and to be the one that's like the first contact in your school or the first person to do it. Cause at the end of the day, we're all human. It doesn't matter. Like how successful you are and what you do and what you bring. I don't care if you're a freaking, you know, athlete or whatnot. Like the higher up, the, the, the more lonely it becomes. We all put on pants the right way. We do. We all do. It's up to us, though, on being real and showing that vulnerability and being a part of a system that is going to show kids it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have a bad day. If one more parent calls me and be like, oh, my kid wasn't a bad day and it was horrific. I'm all, what was the last time you were in a bad day? You know, we put so much pressure on kids. Just relax. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. But, you know, today is about those teachers and those individuals that are always holding it together for that child or that person or that one that needs it. But it's okay to, to not be perfect. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to not be strong for a day. And if you are one of those people that knows what it's like to always be, you know, the person in charge and all that, and you see somebody that needs support, reach out. You know, a long time ago, my mentor told me one time that find women that understand what it's like to be strong. When you find that is when you'll find your, your community. After that, everybody just wants something from you. And I hate to say it, she was right on some level. Listen, I hope this reaches, you know, somebody that needs support or help, but know that you're not alone and that being on top, yeah, it does suck at times. And, you know, there's a lot of benefits by the times, but always being able to be the one to hold it together, it's not always the healthiest. And to be able to show signs of being vulnerable and being open and accepting love and care. And, you know, with my knee that I, I dislocated my knee, Recently, it's been, you know, a challenge. And, but also at the same time, like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of support in the community and I wouldn't want it either way. Welcome to my podcast, Parenting with Vanessa Clone. Wait till, until the next one.